welcome to Time to Scale. My name is Kimberly Larsen and I am the CEO and founder of Indie Riot and Time to Riot and I am your host. Time to Scale is an initiative from Danske Bank and Suplasteria Scale-Up for this year's Oslo Innovation Week. In this next episode, we will meet the head of Suplasteria Scale-Up. His talk will concern whether or not it is the large corporations or the startups that should prepare the most to partner up with the opposite part. With him is his guest and chief innovation officer from Storebrand, Gustav Goretti. This talk by Tobias Studer Andersson was recorded during Oslo Innovation Week 2020. I'm Tobias, and as uh, Kimber said, I'm uh, since two years ago heading the scale-up initiative that we run in Sopras area. Today, I'm going to talk about corporate readiness to actually work with startups. And uh, a little bit later, you're going to meet uh, Gustav from Storebrand, who's going to share some really valuable experiences on how they work with startups and partnerships. Cool. Time to scale. We're talking about that. And uh, in order to scale through partnerships, we always talk or almost often talk about the startup's readiness to work with the large corporates, and uh, both public and private. But we hardly talk about what should big companies do in order to actually get something valuable out of the startup partnerships and the partnerships. Because the rig that need to be in-house to get most of the partnerships doesn't come by itself. It's a quite big change from what we are doing today in the large corporates. So this is something that I would like to address today. First, some short about uh, the scale-up initiative. Uh, two years ago, we launched Supraseer Scale-up, a global initiative which has a role to be the bridge builder between the large corporates and the startups. We saw there was an, uh, a space here to do the connections, and not only do the connections, but also taking an active part in to actually get something done when you're talking about these partnerships. Because throwing in a startup in a large corporate, it's quite big fail rate in that. You need to kind of balance the power, you need to get two different worlds to talk to each other, and you also need two different worlds to collaborate in a constructive way. So what we are doing in, uh, with Scale-Up is not about investing, it's about what Cora said, finding those good solutions that could add value to our clients. Because traditionally the, the consultancy business has been based on either you develop things by yourself or you buy stuff from the large global providers. But we see in the startup world, there are so many new innovative solutions that could add value to the large corporates. And that's what we want to do. Help the large corporates to get access to the startup ecosystem, where our job is to facilitate the process in uh, working together, as well as identify and quality assurance the right solutions that could fit and solve problems for the large clients we have. But in order to do that, during these two years, one of the biggest learnings are that we see that the startups, some of them are quite ready and good to go, but there, are, there is a gap from the corporate side. So what we find out that, okay, we need to do something about that. 
how can we learn, how can we help the large corporates to do better in their partnerships with the startups. So what we did was to develop a kind of a framework called the Startup Readiness Assessment, which is based on these different categories you see here. Because if you're going to collaborate and have a good partnership with a startup, we see there are a couple of things you need to think about regarding management and culture. A couple of things you need to focus on strategy and partnerships, and also structure and process, and as well, technology. How can the startup technology be integrated into the existing pieces of puzzle? So what we're doing with this is to basically give our clients a benchmark on how they are doing today in order of these categories. And that's a quite good one to use as, okay, which areas should we provide or improve or which areas are we doing already better? And doing this with our clients and our, uh, our um, both public and uh, private, we can help them to get ready to scale through partnerships. And uh, what this startup readiness assessment comes out with is a kind of a, a graph or a spider web diagram where you can see based on different uh, categories what is good, what has to be improved, and what could you work with. And uh, this is used as a really good starting point when you are already want to, to go on and partner with startups, to work with startups and explore new possibilities. But it's also valuable for those corporates that's already doing this and see, okay, in which areas can we improve? So, uh, yeah, this uh, tool and uh, framework has been uh, of great value when we are doing the bridging between the startups and the large corporates. And uh, I would like to introduce uh, Gustav, who's going to talk us through a bit on how they work with partnerships, how they work close to the ecosystem to, to gain more innovation power and uh, also been able to develop themselves. So thanks for me and I hand over the stage to Gustav. Thank you Tobias for those kind words. Uh, it feels kind of chaotic sometimes so it feels good to have an expert consultant uh, saying that we are doing a great, great job. Thank you. So um, why do StoryBand work with uh, startups and uh, in what way are we doing it and what have we achieved so far. So the reason why we are doing it is that uh, Norway is quite a small market, Sweden as well, by the way. I have to say that since I'm Swedish. So, uh, and digital development is uh, really expensive. So that's a quite bad equation. So you need, you need startups to kind of explore the adjacent and uh, transformational field, as Corey mentioned, to help us understand the customers and uh, what we should focus on in the future. So uh, we have worked with uh, a couple of cases so far, uh, five, six digital partnerships. Some of them you can see on the screen. Uh, the case I would like to talk about is uh, Dreams, that we started a partnerships, uh, partnership with uh, three years ago. And they have a kind of a classic uh, Clayton Christensen strategy. They start with the, the kind of simple, uh, the most simple product in, in the market, in this case, uh, saving from a bank account. 
yes, to achieve a large um, customer base and then develop new services to those customers to grow in the value chain. So what we did one year ago was to, uh, to start a new service together with them, uh, directed to this customer base. And that's a large problem in the Norwegian society and the Swedish as well, in a global problem actually, the consumer loan market. And that's especially a big problem for young people, uh, paying an interest fee of around 20%. They do that while they are saving at the saving interest rate of 1% to 5%, so that's uh, quite insane. So we would like to help those young people to uh, get rid of that debt. Uh, but we re realized that uh, perhaps we shouldn't do that uh, ourselves. So we started a discussion with Dreams. Could we do this together? Because you are really good at app development and uh, creating this uh, customer experience. So we launched this service six months ago. And uh, we are quite proud of that because Chris Skinner, one of the most famous uh, uh, thinkers within this area, says that this is kind of the next phase in startup incumbent uh, collaboration, that you could develop new services together. So we launched that service and it's going really well, solving a great customer problem. So we are trying to help uh, Dreams to take this product to other markets and in, in that way helping them, them to scale. And that's important for us as well because we have invested in Dreams, so that's uh, an incentive for us to do it. Uh, so that was uh, why, how, and a case for us uh, working with startups. Uh, in the end, I would like to mention 10 recommendations for you out there that haven't yet started working with startups. The first is to really acknowledge um, partnership as an important tool in innovation toolbox. That's number one. Number two, you have to develop a partner strategy to show why, how, and um, which kind of focus areas you would like to have. Number three, start with one partner. Don't kind of uh, invite 10 partnerships at once. Start with one, learn from that, and spread the knowledge. Uh, number four, define uh, the objective of the partnership, uh, because it can be different uh, objectives. Uh, one can be to decrease your customer acquisition costs, uh, discover new problem areas, uh, discover new channels for your products and services, and uh, also kind of learn from the startup way of working. Number four, uh, number five actually, uh, try to uh, appoint one person that's kind of a cam for the partnership that, so that the partner can have one contact person in the organization and create ownership in the organization. Number six, uh, establish OKRs together with the partner so that you can have common objectives working forward. Because the startup live in a different world from the incumbent world, so they are more kind of ad hoc in their way of working. And that's not the way the incumbent work. So you have to kind of plan way ahead. Then you can be really fast. And number seven. Uh, invest in the startup, uh, kind of to strengthen the partnership. Number eight, uh, when you have kind of signed the agreement with the partner and launched the service, don't stop there. That's when the real hard work work starts. You have to tweak the service and investigate new ways of reaching out to the customers. Number nine, co-develop new services together, uh, built on uh, the incumbent and the startup strength. 
so we can so we can uh, so we can create really good services together. And last but la uh, not least, try to create a new kind of business models together so that you create common uh, incentives both for the startups and the incumbent. So you don't kind of get stuck in the old way of thinking, paying out commissions and provisions to the startup. So that's that's it. I hope you can uh, get some good thoughts out of that. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Time to Scale. Make sure to check out our episodes on YouTube as well. Look for Time to Scale. The entire podcast has been recorded at Epicenter Oslo and is edited by Ice Cube Media. Music